Okay, welcome to Free Association. It's Tuesday evening. Actually, it's very early Wednesday morning now. It's uh, eight minutes past midnight. So this counts as midnight ramblings. All right, so I just found a piece that was posted from Redacted about Tucker Carlson announcing a show on Twitter. And... uh, I got it wrong. I thought it would go to Rumble. I thought Rumble was the most obvious place, but Twitter, he's got a relationship with Elon Musk, and Elon Musk's looking to brand Twitter as a place for journalism, and obviously an hour-long show with Tucker Carlson, it's good journalistic content, so he's being very select. He's being selective as Elon Musk. He's trying to bring journalists on, but he's being very selective. So it's a good strategy, I think. Uh, But then, what am I to know? I'm not a media analyst. I'm just responding from my gut. But uh, does that mean I'm going to spend more time on Twitter now? Uh, Probably not. But what I will do is, is check in every couple of days to see what, Tucker Carlson's got to say I'll probably find that it'll probably get reposted on Rumble or reposted on BitChute or Odyssey or whatever so I won't maybe I won't but if you sign an exclusive deal maybe you won't be able to do that maybe other people will have to do that unofficially so we'll have to wait and see the announcement I think was today so I don't know when the ne- when the show will be. Presumably, it's a pre-announcement and he starts next week. I don't know. But uh, it would be logical to do some trial runs and make sure the tech's working properly before you actually go live with a, a new show. It makes sense to do some trial runs and have a, have a week of technical rehearsals and get some material under your belt before you actually go live. I know when I've got material to draw from, I'm a much more relaxed guy on the radio show. When I've got recorded material to use, I'm much more chilled out about how I do the radio show on Saturday. So I'm guessing he'll do the same thing. Anyway, this is the material from Redacted and the announcement. Well, we've got some breaking news and... I thought it was interesting timing um, because, well, we haven't heard much from Tucker Carlson in the past few weeks. It's been quiet crickets. We got one video release and that one video release on Twitter ended up totally dominating the amount of watch time and views that he would normally get on his Fox show. Tens of millions of views of his statement on Twitter. He released that statement a few weeks ago um, following his untimely departure from Fox News. In, in, and since that has happened, Fox News's uh, ratings have absolutely tanked. It's sort of like their Bud Light moment. Well, I can give you some numbers. Please do. Uh, Tucker was in the about 3.5 million viewers uh, in the 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock, eight o'clock times schedule. Eight o'clock. <laughs> Uh, time, yeah, uh, 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. Eastern time, uh, time slot. And that was 
about three times what any other show was averaging on Fox. Since then, they've barely hit the average of about 1.25 million. That time slot has not even hit the national, the average of the rest of the viewership. Now, in contrast, his uh, good evening, you know, I'm doing okay. The mainstream media is lying to you, but it's going to be all right. Video that he released on April 27th has 81 million people. 81 million people. Well, That's a pretty big I difference. I want to say what Megyn Kelly and, Ke- and Clayton, maybe you can speak to these numbers, but Megyn Kelly was saying the, the key demo, the money-making demo on Fox, he's they're only hitting about 180,000 right now. And she said that is like... Like it, that's gonna like that's cause bad. a rift at Fox because it's totally tank. They yeah yeah because because like they're losing to MSNBC even. At the well, now, key our, demographic. Can I just say is, our viewers here? A lot of them would watch Tucker. That was really the only show that mm-hmm. they would watch on Fox. And so many, I just see the comment after comment after comment from our viewers. Like no no, I stopped watching Fox. They they turned it off. No more after Tucker was uh, fired uh, from 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 there. So. They've all left. Like all of these people are left. They're not turning it on, just leaving it on all day anymore. And so that has absolutely crushed. They're really having like a Bud Light moment. So let's get to it. Breaking news. Just a few minutes ago, Tucker announcing something huge, something big, and a brand new show. Watch this. Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. You often hear people say the news is full of lies. But most of the time, that's not exactly right. Much of what you see on television or read the New York Times is, in fact, true in the literal sense. It could pass one of the media's own fact checks. Lawyers would be willing to sign off on it. In fact, they may have. But that doesn't make it true. It's not true. At the most basic level, the news you consume is a lie, a lie of the stealthiest and most insidious kind. Facts have been withheld on purpose, along with proportion and perspective. You are being manipulated. How does that work? Let's see. If I tell you that a man has been unjustly arrested for armed robbery, that is not, strictly speaking, a lie. He may have been framed. At this point, there's been no trial, so no one can really say. But if I don't mention the fact that the same man has been arrested for the same crime six times before, am I really informing you? No, I'm not. I'm misleading you. And that's what the news media are doing in every story that matters, every day of the week, every week of the year. What's it like to work in a system like that? After more than 30 years in the middle of it, we could tell you stories. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can. But there are always limits. And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Every person who works in English language media understands that. The rule of what you can't say defines everything. It's filthy, really, and it's utterly corrupting. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments. Amazingly, as of tonight, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. The last big one remaining in the world, the only one, is Twitter, where we are now. Twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops. Twitter is not a partisan site. Everybody's allowed here, and we think that's a good thing. And yet, for the most part, the news that you see analyzed on Twitter comes from media organizations that are themselves thinly disguised propaganda outlets. You see it on cable news. You talk about it on Twitter. The result may feel like a debate, 
But actually, the gatekeepers are still in charge. We think that's a bad system. We know exactly how it works, and we're sick of it. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things, too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. See you soon. There it is. So this morning, Twitter, you say. So it's funny because I I was I was was texting Tucker this morning and he said, um, yeah, something big is coming. Um, And he said, uh, don't read my text messages. He said, uh, we're married. uh, Uh, Actually, she did hand me the phone. She's like, Tucker's texting. Um, But no, it was amazing. And I was like, I was absolutely thrilled because just been inundated with a pile of shit that he's had to deal with for the past few weeks. Right. Absolute, you know, craziness. And so and when you said, yeah, good stuff coming soon, very soon. So I was very excited to see this. He wasn't lying this afternoon. Soon was a matter of hours. Soon was a matter of hours. So awesome, awesome stuff. It's going to be really interesting. So let's just talk about what this means for independent media. Well, I I have some questions because on Twitter, you still can be deplatformed for misgendering people. Um, On Fox News, uh, Tucker was free to say that Dylan Mulvaney is a biological man and use he, him pronouns. Uh, on Twitter, you can't. So and just, on YouTube as well, you can't say that, right? Uh, yes, I didn't just now. What, now, what is your okay. proof that you can on Twitter? Because I haven't. I've not had anything. Uh, like the, okay, proof. Is, yeah, I mean, Matt Walsh does every. Yeah, every day I see. I mean, I I, I follow a whole a slew like, of people that call out the yeah. ridiculous clown show that is Dylan Mulvaney. So I don't know. I'll I, have to re. Okay, let me revisit that. I thought that those were. There were definitely the, the some rules. questions as Elon was taking over as to like w- there were yes. certain accounts that were being still shut down, and then they were some of them reinstated, and there was. And I don't know if that was like an AI thing or if it was. Who knows? We we don't know. We don't yeah, know all the imagination. That's what I was talking about. So when we were during the break, we were talking about like Elon was saying, there's like 22 million lines of code. So like there's a lot of remnants of the old guard in there. Yeah. That was like AI generated things that go out and find stuff and take it down. So they ha- so they don't just know that something was taken down. People have to report it. They have to get enough reports to go in and investigate it. Then once they realize that it's happened, they got to go investigate the line of code that caused it. So it's a it's a process and it's going to be a long time until they can get through all that code in order to get rid of all of that stuff. So they're working diligently on that. We had a conversation about streaming our show on YouTube. And at the time, was it before Elon Musk had taken over? We were like, Twitter or YouTube on Twitter. I'm sorry. I said Twitter. And we were like, Oh, I don't know. The rules are even stricter there. Yeah, they were. That was, that was your assessment, Uh David. Right. And so you don't feel like that any longer. Nope. Yeah. Hmm. No, I don't. I mean, I feel stuff that I see posted yeah. there now. Like if you saw the photo that I posted there yesterday, you would know that everything is yeah. good there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the stuff that I <laughs> videos that I'll post or retweet. I mean, He's awful, awful stuff, over there. you know, that's like, you know, out of out of what's going on in Ukraine, et cetera. Um, you know, well, I don't know. And think about like the, the videos that we have to take out of our of our show. We can't show any violence in any video over here, but like uh eva bartlett is showing exactly like uncensored videos yeah. of what's happening over there and they're not censored at all 
Yeah. Mm. And even before, I mean, even before Elon took over, Eva was able to post stuff over there. And I have a tweet here from Dino. We were having a discussion earlier because there were some people in the chat that didn't think that there were that there were Nazi death camps in occupied Poland. Um, And I see Dino Caselli is like, yes, Clayton, you're right. Auschwitz was in Poland is in Poland. Um, yes, it is. So, you know, you can have these discussions and I love the sort of real time feedback, um, right here. But anyway, so anyway, just cause someone in the chat said, Jay's, don't go back on this Poland thing. Are you Jace Ventura says, who cares about Twitter? Who cares about that? Um, and I think it's an important, I think it's an important point because about what happens in independent media. I think there's millions of people that care about what a voice who was the only voice on Fox News who was anti-war, was anti-war, anti-imperialism, who could speak out yeah. and was then silenced after taking on the likes of Ukraine and BlackRock, et cetera, and then was silenced on that network and now can go to a free speech platform with his with his you know with his intellect and acumen yeah and cover these going into an election season now he alludes to the fact that when you say things that expose corruption and the fact that the media is a thinly veiled mouthpiece for the government you eventually will be be canceled implying to us that he was canceled for touching certain nerves that you're not supposed to touch uh you know of course we can infer what we think those things were. Um, and everybody's got a theory anywhere from gender ideology to anti-war, um, anti-China, anti-financial corruption, uh, media conglomeration, whatever that is. Uh, the point is, will those things be you know, able to be exposed on Twitter? Will they then expose new audiences that wouldn't otherwise watch him on Fox News because they don't want to get a cable box and they don't care about that old media? And then will it sort of, you know, from a selfish perspective and being a little self-referencing, will it feed into other content like ours that are also willing to challenge an, an, a narrative, a mainstream media narrative? And I saw some people in the chat saying they'd like, they want to, well, man, they're going to invest in Twitter now. Well, sorry, you can't because Twitter is now a private company owned by Elon Musk. It's still, oh yeah, you know, it's not a public company anymore. Unless I'm wrong. Did something happen that I don't know no, about? He, and even changed the name. Like it's not Twitter Inc anymore. It's like, x inc or something like that like yeah it's a completely different company so I, you can't even invest in it if you wanted to which is great because as we pointed out last night on the show about blackrock and taking a massive ownership stake in fox news and then a few days later tucker carlson is fired like do you want that to be a public company at this point yeah do you want a blackrock to be able to swoop in and buy up as much as you can do of it? you think that he's got i mean i'm sure he does i guess we're assuming he's got internal support from twitter oh i would yeah of course like well, I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, Elon Musk was just on his show a few weeks ago. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows what the details of all of this will be? Because um, we know, you know, like he he was like, oh, I haven't been answering my phone lately. It's been kind of crazy. But Elon Musk, that call you take. Oh, of course. <laughs> when you get fired, like, oh, you got something Elon? to say? I'm listening. Hi, Elon. What's up? Well, what'll be interesting because like, you, you know it's going to be it'd be a number I didn't recognize. Oh, Go sorry, ahead. Philip. <laughs> no, right, right. That's okay. That's okay. Um, like the so if like I really hope it's successful because you know that like YouTube sort of like their attack on free speech is just because they think that's where the money is, and if Twitter starts making more money than YouTube does based on these shows coming to them because of free speech, Twitter, or, I mean YouTube will drop that shit like right now. They'll just be like, no, we need to we need to have these voices back because we're losing revenue because oh. it's not like they actually care about their ideology. 
they just care about the dollars. Hadn't thought about yeah. that. Yeah, and that's what I said earlier. I thought that's what I I feel too. Like this is a good thing for all of us because once they realize that they're losing revenue and how popular free speech actually is, like they're losing a lot to Rumble already. They're going to lose a lot to Twitter. So you know, hopefully it opens their eyes. So it'll be interesting because I mean. Do people watch Twitter on their Samsung television? Is there, there used to be a Twitter app on the Apple TV. Like you could sit back and watch a show now. And they got rid of it. Twitter stopped making the Apple TV app. They, I don't think they make anything for Samsung televisions or Google play televisions or whatever the hell they have out there. So where are you going to be able to sit back with your family? If you want to sit and actually watch Tucker Carlson are you going to pull up a web browser and do it? Or are you just going to watch it on your mobile phone? Will you watch monologues that way? And most of the time I was watching, I never watched Tucker on Fox. I only ever watched it on YouTube or mm-hmm. on Rumble, right? I would get the monologue. I would get his opening you know, segments. Or if I saw something else that was part of the show that I wanted to watch, I would do it that way. I never watched. I never put on cable and actually put on Fox News. No. So it's going to be interesting to see like what dynamic the sort of um, the viewing habits will be with Twitter. I know, I'm, I'm fascinated by the whole thing. I think it's an interesting, truly really an interesting move. It's kind of reminds me of like Howard Stern back in the day going to satellite radio. You oh, know, yeah. like they're like, you're crazy. No one's going to ever hear you again. Right. You're going to satellite yeah. radio, Sirius XM. Who's going to pay for a subscription to Sirius? And, 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 and in the end, millions of people did. Uh, but then he's sort of taken out of the conversation because no one really talks about Howard Stern anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, They do because he has now become a liberal mouthpiece for COVIDism and all kinds of stuff. Um, But only in that context. Yeah. Yeah. An occasional comment here and there. But most of the time, yeah, it's not really. But it's not like a, you know, appointment viewing as they used to be. It's not like it used to be. Yeah. It's not like it used to be. No. Not not for me. Uh, Now, I do notice he's got a blue check. I wonder if that was gifted to him or if he just. Oh, I'm sure it is. Paid to move it over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm curious. Why not rumble? You know, as a, it's an interesting question, right? Um, why not rumble? Um, but Hey, I guess in this sort of, it could just just have to do with familiarity, you know, it could just have something to do with familiarity. Like they already had a presence on Twitter. Tucker already did. So, you know, yeah. And he was seeing what was happening with the the free speech and the the censorship that was being removed from Twitter, the uncovering of the, through the Twitter files and everything else. So anyway, guys, let us know in the chat, what you guys think about this? Um, are you excited about Tucker coming back in some capacity? We'll have to see exactly what it is. Uh, but Hey, it's good to have another anti-war voice out there. Um, and I can't wait to have him back on the show. So we'll have Tucker back here on redacted when he launches the new show. Thank you so much for watching this segment here at Redacted. We are live every day at 4 p.m. Eastern time trying to share the stories that the mainstream media will not cover. You should also come over and join our community of Redacted Rebels over at Redacted.inc. That's our private locals community where we can share exclusive content that we simply cannot share here on YouTube. Come over and join the rebellion together right now by going to Redacted.inc. We'll see you next time.